Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast with your host, Nima Karazi. Nima is just a regular guy who had the gastric sleeve surgery, and this is his story. He is not a doctor. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have medical questions, ask your doctor. Now let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. I'm your host, Nima Karazi, and this is my journey. This is episode 25. Episode 25 uh, is a very important episode as it is the penultimate episode. Um, For those of you that don't know what penultimate means, uh, it's something I learned uh, a few years ago. My dad uh, was very excited. Whenever he learns new words, he always lets, lets me in on it. He gets very excited about it. So anyway, so he was telling me penultimate means the next to final episode. Now, I have an English issue with first to last or second to last. Um, if the the final the final letter of the alphabet is Z, they, then in English we say the second to last letter is Y. That is not technically the second to last letter. That is the first to last letter because it is first to last. It is closest to last. Anyway, the letter Y is the penultimate letter in the alphabet, and this is my penultimate episode of this podcast. There will only be 26 episodes. The 26th episode, this one is launching, I'm recording this Saturday the 21st, and so this will launch on Tuesday the 24th. However, the 26th episode of this podcast will launch on Tuesday, December 7th. Uh, it'll be three days, and I'm going to record it on the fourth, which is the one-year anniversary of the of the surgery. Technically, the third would be that, but anyway, I'm going to record it on the fourth, and then we're going to launch it on the seventh, and then that's going to be the final episode, is the one-year anniversary and kind of how far I've come and and how how much I've done, where I was, and where I am now. This is going to be weight change and blood panel. All that fun stuff that y'all are totally not into, but I totally am because I'm a number nerd and I've said that a lot. Um, okay, so we're just going to go over some good news and some bad news and then some thanks and then short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals, and that's it. I know I say every week that this is going to be a relatively short episode and then every week they're at least 30 minutes long. But I really do think this is going to be a relatively short episode. I don't think I'm going to be very long-winded on this one. Not that there's not a lot of good news and or bad news. It's just uh, I think we're going to get through it relatively quickly. So anyway, let's get into it. So some good news to start, right? I recently weighed myself. Today's Saturday, so I weighed myself yesterday, and I was 255. Technically, I was 254.8, but I mean, who's counting? So 255 uh, is is monumental. It's huge. It's massive. That is going to come into play. I weigh myself every every Friday, 
And then I send my mom an update and I send my sister an update on my weight. It's just a way uh, that I can kind of keep myself accountable, hold myself accountable and uh, also share my ups and downs. Sometimes I'm up a couple pounds, sometimes I'm down. And whenever I share it with my mom, you know, she, if, if I'm, if I'm up that week, she sends me a text saying there's more of you to love. And if I'm down, then she says, I'm really proud of you. And if I'm down just one pound, she's like, oh, I'm really glad you only lost one pound because I was scared that you lo- when you lost like four pounds in a week. And rightfully so. I totally get that. Uh, my mom has always wanted me to be healthy rather than skinny. And to her, this surgery was a way for me to be healthy again. It doesn't make sense to to lose weight and be unhealthy at that. So, and my sister is always just like, great job, way to go. She's just bl- blindly supportive and, and absolutely wonderful about everything. So anyway, so I'm at 255. I'm doing wogs and bike rides now. Uh, so I've, uh, I've started uh, going to the gym three days a week. So I go on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I've, I've added a Saturday to my gym uh, repertoire, if you will. Uh, and I'm sure you will. So my gym is, uh, and I've also switched it up a bit. Not not that I don't know if anybody really cares, but I don't. I care enough to share this. Uh, so I uh, I used to do uh, triceps and chest on Tuesdays because tricep starts with T, and and Tuesday starts with T. So it's kind of like the alliteration of it all. But then tricep has a ch sound and so does chest. So I like to do when you're working out your tricep, you're also working out your bicep on the on the return. And when you're working your chest, you're also working your back on the return. So I was like, well, you have to do you could you could do like tricep and back or you could do tricep and chest. So because tricep and chest have the ch sound and because Tuesday and tricep have have the T, then I'll do Tuesday's triceps and chest. And then biceps and back, both Bs, are on Thursdays. Uh, and I love doing bicep exercises. I love doing my back exercises. I did the try, obviously. You all heard that episode. And that was great. And then I just kind of haven't really been motivated to go to the gym uh, as much. And I want to. I want to go to the gym more. So I, I don't, I don't want to do these uh regular walks around i want to i want to do the gym weights for 30 minutes and i want to do the elliptical for 30 minutes and uh for me tuesdays and thursdays are the best days to do that so i decided that i'm going to motivate myself by going to the gym on tuesday and doing the one i like the best which is bicep and back exercises so alliteration aside biceps and back are on tuesdays triceps and chest are on Thursdays. And then on Saturday, which is today, I did this this morning. I rode my bike to the gym, locked my bike up, walked in, did 15 minutes of leg exercises, and then rode my bike back. So it took me about 10 minutes out, 10 minutes back, and 15 minutes on the machines. And I do 100 pounds, three sets, 15 reps, and it's leg curl, leg extension, leg press, and calf raises. That's it. Seated calf raises. If that makes a difference to anybody listening. So that's it. That's the that's the main uh, takeaway there, right? So I I had a really great gym session. Finished before everybody got to the gym. At you know I I think I was done by nine o'clock and people started coming in around nine thirty. So it's great. I love it, right? And and maybe in the future I could do like 
uh, you know, the 10 minutes to the gym on the bike, 15 minutes at the gym and the legs, and then go for like a one hour bike ride in Santa Clarita. There's so many cool bike paths and, and, and these like side routes that kind of take you kind of across the city in the back route through like the by the river pass and all that and it's just really cool so I I like it a lot so that so all that said I've been doing more walks where I walk jog on Mondays and Wednesdays and then doing the gym Tuesday Thursday Saturday and then Fridays I'm kind of putting aside to be just a um, me and Michelle walking day where we just have a nice gentle stroll and we walk for like 15 minutes and then that's it. It's no big deal, no no big whoop, just a nice 15 minute stroll and one lap around and that's it. And then and and then that'll that'll be that'll be that. Um and then Sundays I take off. So to so uh today I exercise but tomorrow I'm off, which is fantastic. Uh so I'm really excited about that. That's really cool. Uh I do have a Denver trip coming up and then I and then I have a uh uh, a Hawaii trip coming up, and my first thought was, well, uh, well, I can't, I can't go to the gym out there because I only have the LA Fitness one gym membership thing, which is fine. But I'm gonna have to do like 30 minutes of walking, uh, in the morning, like kind of first thing when I wake up. Uh, but I'm, uh, but again, I'm also excited about that. I think that's gonna be really fun and really cool to be able to do something like that in a different city, or especially at elevation at. at in Denver, that's, you know, they call it Mile High City because it's a mile high. So there's less oxygen up there. So it's going to be a real monster, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be really great. I'm really looking forward to it. There may be a bonus episode or two between this episode and the December 7th episode where I just talk about like my Denver trip, my Hawaii trip, and like maybe how I ate, how I exercised, how I felt, and that kind of stuff. There might be like a couple bonus episodes there as well. Um, also when I hit 250, I'm going to, uh, when I hit 250 and I hold it for at least a week, I'm going to have another ep- bonus episode about that as well. Cause that's been a long-term goal of mine for a while. So anyway, so that's, that's the, the exercise part. Um, I am eating healthier. Uh, we, we signed up for one of these like food delivery system things that, that you cook kind of like blue apron, but it's not blue apron. I don't remember what it's called. I think it's called home chef. Uh, so we, we got that. I, I forgot how much I love cooking and I really thought I was a better cook, but I just, I guess I didn't cook. I didn't cook. I, I made spaghetti and, and I make my own sauce and, uh, and I can make like a grilled cheese sandwich and that's about it. That's kind of like the limitations that I'm like Persian rice, but that's about the extent of it. Right. And maybe I can cook a steak. So all in all, I could make you about like four or five different dishes and with Home Chef, it's like, it's not just that the meals are nice. I, You know, it sounds like they're a sponsor. And, you know, God, it'd be great if they were, but they're not. I'm just going to tell you about them. But it's not that the meals are nice, which they are. And it's not that they're healthier, but they are. It's that you're. I'm learning, like, the other day, it was like, take a chicken, put it in the hot pan with with avocado oil or olive oil and sear it for five minutes on one side and then take it out of that and then have the oven on like 450 and then throw the chickens in the oven uh seared side up at 450 for like 15 minutes and then they cook and then while the chickens are doing that and the vegetables are also in the oven then you can make the sauce and then you take the chickens so like I know how to cook chicken now like three different ways, whereas before I didn't know how to cook chicken at all. And 
I've gotten food poisoning from myself. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, because I undercooked the chicken and then I just projectile vomited all over everything, uh, which was terrible. But I was at home, which was that was the best part. So I've been eating healthier. I've been cooking more. I have way more of a work-life balance now. Uh, it, it's it's really been the the greatest gift has been being able to be fully remote and also being able to have this extra time throughout my day of, you know, I can start a little bit earlier, get some work done, go for a 30-minute walk, come back, get more work done, and, you know, then you know, get off at, you know, four o'clock, 4.30, and then go to the gym and then do my exercises or or wake up at seven and go to the gym, do my exercises, come back, clock in at 8.30. So it's been the flexibility and the balance and everything's been so great and wonderful. And I, I've loved it. And I feel better than I've ever felt before. And I, and I don't mean that. Um, I definitely don't mean that. Uh, I like, um, not ironic. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't mean that hyperbolically is the word I was looking for. I'm I'm not speaking in hyperboles. I literally mean it. I've never felt as good as I feel in my whole, even when I was 18 and I weighed a buck 80, I didn't feel this good. I didn't feel this healthy. I didn't feel this active. I didn't, I did a try before I didn't feel this good. I've done the 8k in Brea before I didn't feel this good. So I genuinely feel better than I've ever felt before. And maybe a piece of that is because I recognize where I was and how bad I got myself to and now how how much it's taking to pull me out of this. And that's a part of it. And that's adding to feeling better about it. But I mean, it's amazing. I did a try. I'm doing a 5k in October, I'm doing a turkey trot in November, I'm doing an 8k in February, I'm way more active than I've ever been in my life, and I'm loving every moment of it. So being able to walk and jog and ride my bike and go to the gym and and do all these things, and also just simple shit like being able to walk up and down the stairs and not get winded or or sit, you know something the other day my uncle said, the, one of the biggest things that I could tell that's changed with Nima is you don't hear him breathing. I'm going to say that again. One of the things that's changed with regards to Nima is that you don't hear him breathing. At my grandmother's funeral last year, I was doing a, a Facebook uh, live video for them, for like, you know, my family in England that couldn't make it out and blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I'm holding the camera on a tripod and I'm walking it around and all you hear is because that's all you ever heard. When I was sitting, I was breathing like like a a a monster i i don't know i don't know i don't know what what even that sounds like what does that even sound it doesn't sound like anything it sounds like a beast it sounds like uh like a person like an obese person an obese thank you i'll take that i'll take that all day but i that was the problem that's something that people noticed about me never mentioned what are you going to do mention to someone that they breathe heavy what what do you what do you want from me you want me to not breathe or you want me to leave the room those are your two options but this is the thing that's what that's he was like i can't 
hear him breathing. Isn't that amazing? Like that's a thing that people think about enough that it's shocking that I'm not breathing like that anymore. Jesus. So all of that was the good news, right? Great. Here's some of the bad news. The bad news is I'm still dealing with BS Nema or before surgery Nema. I'm still, I checked with my wife too. And I was like, what's one thing you think I'm struggling with still post-surgery and all that? And she was like, I don't want to be judgy. I'm like, you're not being judgy. I asked you. She's like, I, I have the same problem. I She threw like 16 caveats at me real quick. And I was like, we're good. You're good. I'm good. It's good. Tell me, please tell me. She goes, you still push the envelope a little bit. You're still eating because you want to instead of because you need to. And you like, you want to like test your limitations a little. And she's 100% right. I definitely have the want versus need when it comes to eating. I'll sit there and I'll have chips and feta cheese, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. The chips are like pita chips, so it's healthier. And the feta cheese is protein, so that's good. And I'll put that away. And then I'll grab some like fig yogurt. And I'll have some of that with a spoon. And I'll put that away. Then I'll have some almond butter. I'll put that away. Then I'll have some regular peanut butter. Then I'll put that away. Then I'll have, you know, and it's like, mindless, bored, stupid, sweet, frozen yogurt, chips and dip, bullshit eating that's increasing my calories and empty fucking calories, worthless calories, right? And I, I mentioned this in, in, in the conversation I had with Anthony that you that y'all heard last week, genuinely sitting down, eating chips like BS me, before surgery me and just eating a chip and then another chip and a third chip and a fourth chip and then Michelle turning to me and giving me the easy buddy two palms up down down and I was like oh okay shit sorry thank you and I told her that today and I was like thank you for doing that she was like it's such a shitty move it's not a shitty move if I need it it's not shitty I'm eating more than I should be I'm developing poor eating habits again and it, and I'm pushing the envelope when I shouldn't be. I should just be perfectly happy. So, I appreciate the help. I appreciate the 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 notes and if you all ever see me out there just hoovering something, go ahead and give me a tap on the shoulder. Give me give me a double tap, a tap tap. That's probably what works best. Tap tap. That gets my attention. One tap feels like you're touching me to make a point. Two taps is like, hey, buddy, that's what it feels like. Slow down. Tap, tap. Got it? Got it. Okay. What else? Sagging skin. Now, this is kind of like uh, like a bad thing from a good thing, right? So, like, I've lost so much weight, blah, 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 woe is me, that my skin is sagging, and that sucks. And it's kind of one of those things that I don't really have anything to do with, that there's no way to fix it, really, except for having surgery for it. And I'm not at a balanced weight yet enough to get the sagging skin. I definitely wouldn't do it until one year. I probably won't do it until two years, but we'll see. I'll keep you posted. But if I just kind of can stay balanced at about 250 and hold 250. Now, according to my Uncle Cash, I should hope I should shoot for 240 so that my my walking around weight is 250, but my fighting weight is 240, which is, that makes the most sense anyway. So if I can keep get to 240 or 245 even, and keep it that way for at least a month, I think 
then maybe we start talking about this that surgery and that would be a bonus episode for sure so that's another kind of bad news piece there is something about addiction transfer i've mentioned this in passing a couple times i have uh, a friend of mine that has that dealt with this when she had the ruin y surgery i've had another friend also had to deal with this when he had the um the sleeve surgery so addiction transfer is very common usually it's alcohol sometimes it's like something as simple as gambling or amazon like you just start buying a lot more shit it was something i was very very conscious about when i uh first you know once you have your surgery i mean well i had the surgery during like lockdown quarantine right so for me I was already home. I was already doing all the Amazon shopping that I did on the regular anyway. So it didn't really make that big of a difference to me. So in the same vein, like my Amazon is like, I have to keep an eye on it, but it's like, it's not anything crazier than it normally is. But the exercise could also be an addiction transfer where you're like, instead of obsessing about food, you obsess about working out and exercise and losing weight. And that's, really really unhealthy for you and something that you really need to be very cognizant of and pay very close attention to and something that I'm paying very close attention to I was having a conversation with a coworker of mine the other day he's training for an Ironman and he and I think he's doing it in October so I'm gonna try to try to get up to Sacramento and support him in that but it's one of those things that I love running so much I, I love it more than any I think I think for me, it goes tennis and then running. I think like that's the the order of like, and then everything else is like bicycling and then swimming. I love riding my bike. I'm really good at it. I love swimming. I'm really good at it. I suck at running, but I really fucking love it so much. Like you get so much energy out. You get to push yourself so much harder than in anything else. Like it's amazing to me. Like you are truly in charge of your effort, energy, pushback, pull. Like it's just amazing. And But I don't want it to become an addiction, which I mean, come on, imagine fucking exercise becoming an addiction for me of all people. Jesus, like that would just be the most ironic thing in the whole wide world next to like a fly in your Chardonnay. But uh, shout out to Alanis Morissette. But this is the this is the the bottom line, right? Is you have to be aware of addiction transfer. You have to be aware of how much alcohol you're drinking. Like I just had a glass of wine for the first time a few weeks ago. We went to the wine bar. I had a drink last night, went out with the boys. We went to Mr. Furley's in Sherman Oaks. Shout out to Mr. Furley's. If you're ever in Sherman Oaks, hit them up. They got a great happy hour, five to nine. And it's uh, buy two drinks, get a third free, which is great. So anyway, so we went to Mr. Furley's. We're hanging out. I wanted to get a pineapple cider. They were out. So instead, I got the Jack Tripper, which is like whiskey, honey whiskey with lemonade and iced tea. So basically an Arnold Palmer whiskey sour combo. It was amazing. I could have had three of those and then like just knock the fuck out. It was incredible, right? I had one and then I I ate a pretzel and I was good for the night. I didn't, you know, didn't have any more drinks or anything. But I really got it. Like I really understood it, and I and I can un- I can understand like coming home and having a beer, coming home and having like I miss having a michelada, or I miss a bloody mary, or I miss like a you know whatever something like a fun drink, or a cider, or something like you know a glass of nice pinot. And to me, I could see that becoming 
like while at five o'clock because all uh, not only am I a person that is you is used to filling themselves with food in order to compensate for emotional distress, but also I'm a creature of habit and a very analytical person. So I I tend to do my walks or walks in the morning. I have days of the week that I do things. Is it bad to get off work at five o'clock and go downstairs, pour yourself a glass of Pinot Noir, sit outside and watch the birds and just drink that for like a half hour? No, of course not. Live your life. But is it bad to drink three glasses of Pinot every night and then make yourself a whiskey sour and then make yourself a gin and tonic and then make yourself an adios and then make your and then have a beer and then have a shot and then have a vodka with orange juice and then have another beer every night? Yeah, that's fucking bad. Now you got a problem. That's a problem. That is the fear for me is like I, I need to monitor my drinking, which every now and again, my wife will say about herself. She's like, do you think I drink too much? And I'm like, fuck no, you barely ever have a drink. Like uh, uh, hardly ever, if ever. And she's like, yeah, it's, I don't like, she's very cognizant of her own drinking. I don't give a fuck about who drinks what. I'm very bad at checking to see if somebody's drunk. I'm very bad at recognizing if somebody's drunk. The point is alcohol addiction transfer is probably the most detrimental next to gambling and it's one of the things that's that's very highly likely to happen uh, without therapy. And so therapy is a thing that I still haven't gotten into. I know I keep saying I'm going to get into it. I have the insurance. I, I just need to fucking do the goddamn thing. And I think that's going to be a, a short-term goal for me as well is, is to get into therapy. So another bad news is I'm not still not in therapy, right? Uh, I'm definitely not hydrating enough. Uh, I'm using this liquid IV powder in my water and it's got so much sugar. And then I'm drinking these body armor, which is like 16 ounces of, of liquid with electrolytes, which is great. It's like Gatorade, but also it has like 28 grams of sugar in it. So that's like way, way too much sugar. Like wait, if I have two packets of, of liquid IV at 22 grams and then I have a body armor at 28 grams, it's like 50 grams of sugar in like, like in 50 ounces of water. Jesus Christ. It's fucking terrible, right? So I need to like really monitor my sugar intake, make sure that I'm not overstimulating myself, over-energizing myself, over-sugaring myself, and and also crashing then thereafter. So you, you definitely don't want that. So I have to be very conscientious about kind of when and where, what, how, that kind of shit. So like my snacks are mostly non-sugary snacks. And then I just, but anyway, I'm having too much sugar and I know that I'm not hydrating enough and I know that as well. Also, remember when I said that I send my mom my weight every Friday, I weigh myself every single day, but on Fridays I send my weight to my mom and my sister. And so I try, if I'm having a bit of a rough week and Wednesday comes and let's say I'm only down a pound or if I'm down two, like, okay, so there's two scenarios here. Scenario one is I'm down a pound on Wednesday and I go, okay, I got to really keep this going for two more days. So then Wednesday, I'll hit the gym. Maybe I'll go for an extra walk. And then on Thursday, I'll weigh myself. And then if I'm still down only one pound, then it's just, that's what it's going to be today is I'm just going to try to maintain my weight at flat and that's fine. But if I am down like two pounds on Wednesday, then my mindset is either like, all right, take it easy today, just do what you got to do, and then we'll weigh in on Thursday and see, and if we're still down two, then great, and if we're not, then it's fine. 
but I try a little bit too hard and I push a little harder on Wednesday and Thursdays to lose that weight by Friday morning so that I can have a clean text message to my mom and my sister versus what usually ends up happening, which thankfully didn't happen last night, is what usually ends up happening is Friday, I'll weigh myself and then once I've sent that out, this is exactly what Weight Watchers used to be for me. I'd go to Weight Watchers Saturday morning, weigh myself, and they go, great, you're down three pounds. I go, oh, thank you so much. And then right after the fucking meeting, you go to Dunkin' Donuts and you get all the fucking things you want. And you start your week off on the shittiest fucking foot, and then you end up playing catch-up the whole rest of the week. So what I didn't do on Friday was act like an asshole. So Friday I weighed in, and then I just like ate my leftover fish from Thursday for lunch, and then went out with the boys and had a pretzel and, and a drink. And I was good. And I I snacked up before. I had a Cliff Bar and a and a and a Slim Jim, and and that was it. And then and then this morning I weighed myself and I weighed the same as I weighed yesterday. I weighed two fifty four point eight. So I was like, okay, great. I didn't I didn't fuck up too bad yesterday. And then today I also didn't exercise yesterday. And then today I rode my bike and then I went to the gym and I did the weights and then I rode my bike back. So I burned some calories there. So that feels good. And then I just had a morning shake, which is good. So I'm doing some of the positive there, but I'm, I am like bad news wise, trying a little too hard to lose a few pounds on Fridays and that's not great, right? Okay. So there's, that's the good news, bad news portion of it. Now we're going to get to the short-term, mid-term, long-term goals. So my short-term goals are by December 4th, by my one-year anniversary, 30 days has September, April, June, and November. So August has 31 days, which gives me 10 days. And then four days into the December, which is 14. So that's two weeks. And then all of September, October, and November. So three months and two weeks. So three and a half months from now to lose five pounds. Now you're thinking, that's easy. I could lose five pounds in three and a half months. I could lose five pounds in two weeks. Of course you can. The point is to lose it and keep it off. To get into the 240s, that's what I really want. 249, 248, that's the big thing. That's the big move for me. So let's let's see if I could do that. So short-term goal by December 4th, be at 250 or below consistently, okay? Midterm, by March 1st, by Michelle's birthday, by my cousin Ison's birthday, by my cousin Jessica in England's birthday, by March 1st, I want to have done three runs and have two more lined up. So from now to then, I want to do the 5K in October. I want to do a turkey trot in November. And I want to do the 8K in February so that by March 1st, I will have done three runs and have two more lined up for the rest of the year. So two more runs, not not including the Pasadena try, right? Which brings me to my long-term goal. Long-term goal, do the Pasadena try every year and beat my record from last year every year. Like, I just PR'd. So I PR'd, I personal recorded in the try in running and biking, right? I just PR'd again two days ago running on my own here in, in, in Santa Clarita. So I was like, and when I put my headphones on and I just blast that music and I don't hear myself running out of breath... I can really push myself further than I would normally. So with these runs coming up and two more lined up and then doing the Pasadena try in, in August of next year, I have a whole year to train on this. I have a whole year to push myself. I'm going to swim better. I'm going to bike better. 
but also I'm going to run way fucking better. So I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm down for that for sure, for sure. So I'm, I'm super stoked about it. So those are my short, mid and long-term goals there. And finally, I want to say thank you. First and foremost, to all the listeners to this podcast, all of you people that I've never met before, I really, really didn't expect anybody to listen to this at all. I really just thought it was going to be like a fun little thing I was going to do and then I can listen to it like a year from now and kind of just see where I was and where I am and just feel good about it. Kind of like your wedding video, like you watch it on your anniversary and that's it, but thank God you paid like a bunch of money for it, right? So I just thought it was going to be like kind of a... like an oral history of, you know, my journey, literally my journey, right? Not that big of a deal. I'm not spending a whole lot of money on advertising. So it'll be fine. And I have been reached out to with people from different countries, different backgrounds, different experiences, people who've had VSG, people who are looking to have VSG, People, I just everybody, family members have reached out to me. Friends have reached out to me. I had a, I had a cousin of mine who got sick, and she was like, "Hey, I'm kind of like in, you know, a little bit of self-imposed quarantine here at home. I'm just binge listening to your podcast." And I was like, "That's so fucking cool, man! Like, I love this. I love this support. I love this so much. My friends, my family, just everybody out there. But the listeners, like, I don't know you." You don't know me. There's no reason that you should listen to this. But the fact that you do makes me so fucking happy. I can't even tell you. And I'm going to keep you all posted on Anna's journey in Germany. She has her own podcast now. It's in German. So if you don't speak German, I will, will, uh, in the bonus episodes, I will definitely keep you posted. In the one-year episode, I'll keep you posted about that. And I'll also keep you posted about Anthony. Anthony just told me the other day, he's cleared uh, across the board with everything except for the endoscopy that they have to do. So once they do that, then he'll have a surgery date. How fucking cool is that? Here's this guy who like listened to my podcast and then he was like, yeah, I could do that too. Fuck it. I want to get better and and listen to me struggle. And he was like, this fat fuck can do it. I can do it. And you know what? You're absolutely right. If my fat ass can do it, your fat ass can do it too. <laughs> How do you make good business decisions? Oh, I call all my listeners fat asses and then they, they love it. So that's, that's fucking awesome. Anyway, that's it. I just wanted to I just wanted to thank everybody. I appreciate you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving me a voice. Thank you for giving me time and space on here. This has been the fucking best thing uh, I've ever done uh out there. I mean, like uh, obviously outside of like d- having the surgery and and working to lose the weight, this is like the probably one of the best things I've ever done for myself is also having this uh, this podcast that I can just kind of vomit all this information out there and just have people be able to listen to it forever. So that's cool. Um, anyway, stay tuned. Uh, we're obviously going to have an, uh, an update December 4th, the, the final episode. We're going to have bonus episodes uh, coming up with the October 5K and then November Turkey Trot and maybe something before that too in September. That would be cool. Uh, so that would be neat. And some updates coming as well. And 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 finally... Uh, I'm starting a new podcast January in, and it's going to be called the happiness challenge. And it's, it's just going to be me weekly trying out new things that are, that 
are supposed to make you happy. So things like meditating for a week or having breakfast on the balcony for a week or calling your friends every day for a week or going to visit somebody somebody different every day for a week and and you know all of these different things that are that are supposed to make you happy doing it for a week and then coming back and and kind of reviewing that as to how it made me feel what I used where I went what we did what we spoke about how I feel now will I continue to do this or not and then just kind of a, a, an amalgamation of, of all of that and a continuation of all of that. That's also going to be probably a 25, 26 episode thing. It's not going to be that big uh, of, a, of a podcast, much like this one. It's, this is just going to be like 26 regular episodes and then a couple bonuses. So that'll be about the same. And, uh, and yeah, I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be awesome. So anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I love each and every one of you so very much. I appreciate you. I hope this episode helped. And if it didn't, then I'm sorry. And maybe go listen to another episode or stay tuned for more. All right. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye. I just waved when I said bye. I'm so dumb. All right. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Gastric Sleeve podcast. If you liked what you heard, subscribe, give us a five-star review and share it with a friend. Please follow us on all social media at My Gastric Sleeve Podcast or let us know what you think at mygastricsleevepodcast.com. 